What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The break, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Mad Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Hey there, welcome in uh, to another edition of the uh, Starting Lineup. You're on a 98.9 of the game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there, everybody? Welcome in. It's the Starting Lineup. We're here until the uh, noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up for you, we got a good show lined up for you. As always, uh, coming up, we got some uh, local sports to talk about uh, from uh, last night. And we'll uh, get to uh, what's happening uh, this evening in uh, local sports. And uh, we'll also take a look at some uh, national sports as well, NBA, NHL, NFL, as well as we'll take a look at the NFL uh, playoff picture as the uh, season's starting to wind down here. And we'll take a look at that, and we'll also uh, take a look at a a contract extension uh, for someone here right in our own uh, state. And Mm -hmm. we'll take a look at that a little bit later on in uh, the show as well. And whatever we don't get to here in the Treasure Hour, well, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of uh, fashion. And you want to stay tuned to uh, the uh, podcast feed at uh, some point with the uh, weather uh, coming up on uh, Thursday night or Friday. You'll have to stay tuned to uh, the uh, pod in the next week as well we, we already mentioned at the end of the podcast yesterday just how about how crazy uh, next week is going to be in the mm-hmm. way of uh, ball games and also stuff that we're airing here on uh, 98.9 the the game uh, in the way of bowl games and we'll, we'll try to keep you up to date uh, the best uh, that we can but yes. uh, next week is going to be very tough for the uh, Trushville show uh, just to uh, throw that out there so you might want to take a look at the uh, podcast feed in some sort of a fashion when we're not here on the uh, terrestrial 98.9 The Game Airwaves because we got a Mattoon holiday tournament going on with Out to My Lady Indians that will be uh, broadcasting all the games for and we'll also be in Cessar for the Out to My Indians mm-hmm. and we also have uh, Cumberland Basketball as well as the uh, Vandalia holiday tournament and that's just the local high school games that's uh, not yep. even to mention the bowl games that we uh, plan on airing here on, on the on the, the airway, ESPN Airwaves. And an Illinois game. There's right, no yeah, throwing in the line game in there, yep, too. Yep. <laughs> Why we got not? it all for you. <laughs> Why not? And Colts play Monday night. 
Ah, Colts in primetime. Colts in primetime, Monday night. Do, are we sure we want to put them on primetime? Can we Ugh. flex them out of that Monday night slot? I forget who they're facing. After the uh, debacle from yesterday or the other I mean, Saturday. It, it is a debacle. It, it's 100% a debacle, <laughs> well, and it should not yeah. ever happen. And yeah, and they uh, try to put it behind them, I guess. I guess so. so. Uh, the starting lineup is course. We need to get a couple more days to think about it. Sorry. Sure, yeah, but that's not always a good thing. Uh, and the starting lineup is brought to you by McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and at the top of the state of banks. So, all right, uh, let's uh, get right into it here on this uh, Tuesday. And uh, thanks for uh, joining us. And uh, let's get started with what we always do. And let's kick it off with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off with the uh, NFL and a Monday Night Football from uh, last night as, boy, oh, boy, how the mighty have fallen and uh, the uh, Super Bowl hangover is real, I guess, as uh, the uh, Los Angeles Rams took a, another L and a now 4-10 on the season. Whoever cheers for the LA Rams, what are they thinking? Uh, because this year has been a disaster, to uh, say the least, and whoever picked them to win the Super Bowl as well completely unbiased uh, mm-hmm. was uh, pretty uh, much a dummy as well uh, and they fell to Green Bay last night 24 to 12 on Monday Night Football speaking of a game that should have been flexed out of Monday Night Football is this one right here yeah. and uh, Green Bay won it 24 to 12 to send the Super Bowl champions to 4 and 10 now here's the thing Travis here's what I'll say for you it's that hangover that Super Bowl hangover has hurt the Rams this year more than anything Oh, what well, has hurt more than anything is injuries. <laughs> injuries. And oh, I thought was interesting uh, last night, a bunch of stats and info on ESPN uh, staff and info that I found interesting uh, last night, including this one uh, that uh, one of the only touchdowns scored for the Rams was Tyler Higby. And uh, that was in the third quarter. It was the first touchdown by a Rams tight end this season. Oh, like, uh, what week are we in? And oh, this is the first touchdown to a tight end. We're week 15. Yeah. First touchdown for a tight end. That is. Mm. <laughs> Other teams in the NFL have multiple receiving touchdowns from tight ends this season, obviously. And uh, with the loss, the Rams also have tied the 1999 Broncos for the most losses by a defending Super Bowl champion with a 10 and also another stat for you uh the rams were eliminated from the uh, playoffs officially last night and it's the second earliest a defending super bowl champion has been eliminated from the playoff contention in the last 30 years and uh, speaking of the 99 broncos that's the only one that was eliminated sooner and that was in week 14 they were eliminated so a lot of uh bad stats for you for the Los Angeles Rams to be a part of last night. I, I think it was, a, a, you mentioned Travis, you know, obviously injuries, you know, the, this offense is depleted. I mean, there's just, there's no one there right now because of injuries. You're, you know, you're looking at Baker Mayfield who got cut from Carolina mm. to lead your offense. Cam Akers is your running back and he's not awful. But he's playing like it this year. But I think that's because of the line play. 
a little line, and you know, Sean McVay can't use a running back to save his life. Whenever Cam Akers last night, Travis was your leading receiver, and he had three catches for 35 yards. <laughs> it's not that. That's not good. No. But I think the other thing, Travis, looking at the other side of the football, the defensive side, and maybe it's a thing to where you you know you didn't realize it until now. You don't have it. Was Von Miller that big of an impact for the Rams? Mm. Yeah, I mean, last year he was definitely a, a difference maker for sure. Whether that be on the field or as an emotional leader of the team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think losing Von Miller hurt more than the Rams wanted to let on. Yeah. It was definitely a big uh, hit to the locker room for mm-hmm. sure when you lose a, a guy like that. And also, you know, Aaron Donald's been banged yep. up as well. And uh, just uh, the secondary and, you know, just people not doing yeah. doing their thing and stepping up. Uh, the uh, Rams currently have the third worst rushing offense in mm. all of uh, the NFL this season. The only two teams that are worse, uh, and average wise, is the Chargers and Bucks. Oh, Bucks have been really bad. They have. Seventy four point three yards a game that they're averaging right now. That's not good at all. Ouch. Is it a case to where Travis you lost the edge? You got it. Mm-hmm. I think that you got the Super Bowl, and so there's not that that hunger for it. Oh, and it's just kind of like everyone else when you struggle at the quarterback position. Yeah, your whole entire team's going to take a hit. And coming into the season, Stafford wasn't healthy. Coming into the season, he was talking mm-hmm. about that shoulder injury right. that was kind of baseball players were dealing with. Right. So uh, you're already uh, banged up in that aspect, and then you know right away it seemed like Allen Robinson didn't really mesh with the offense and didn't really mesh with uh, Stafford and everything, and mm-hmm. then losing the Cooper Cup. Uh, there, so yeah, you're kind of uh, behind eight ball, and you know the whole just fluid situation with uh, the running backs and being uh, terrible rushing well, the football. And here's the other thing, Travis. I don't think anyone expected the 49ers, maybe, but the Seahawks. No one expected the Seahawks to be as good as they are. Oh yeah, definitely. Not. So I think you know the West yeah, was you, you lose you lose Russell Wilson. Yeah, you, you didn't expect you, you didn't expect Geno Smith to be this no, good. You shouldn't be a 500 team losing Russell Wilson. And by the way, when I say 500 for the Seahawks, their point differential, Travis, mm-hmm. zero. They are 100 percent a 500 wow. team. Yeah, wow. point differential is at zero. So that's crazy. Um, yeah, I just saw that stat. But yeah, no one expected the 49ers to be runaway as good as they are. No one expected the Seahawks to be as good as they are. But the the Rams just, the, yeah, it's it. You have to wonder if you just kind of pack it in for the year. Let Aaron Donald sit. Let him well, get healthy. Sure. You know, I, I. You look at their wins this year, Travis, and it's the Falcons, it's the Cardinals, it's the Panthers, and the Raiders. Those are not good wins. No. Those, those are not, you know. No. Th- those are bad teams. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the Falcons, who could somehow maybe still make the playoffs. Right. So, but that's and, more of a uh, <laughs> indicative of the division than yes, anything. Exactly. For sure. And, I mean, it happened on, on opening night. It was exposed on opening night. And uh, look at that. It's just uh, trickled down for the rest yeah. of the season. Got the doors blown off of them there in uh, opening night against Buffalo. And it's just trickled down from there. Uh, it was two in a row after that with Atlanta and Arizona. But uh, then kind of uh, settled back 
back down to what who we are. Who would have thought that the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson and are eliminated before the Seahawks are from the playoffs? Yeah. Crazy. Right? Crazy world we live in. Yeah. Crazy times. Crazy times. They are. And uh, we'll take a look at that uh, playoff picture uh, coming up uh, in a little bit. But uh, there are teams that are already eliminated with uh, the uh, Rams and uh, the Cardinals are eliminated as well, being uh, foreign down there. And the Bears are also yeah. eliminated. But they were eliminated last week or the week before that. Yeah. Bears are aiming for that number one draft pick which they're not going to get because the texans are awful mm-hmm. but uh they are in the number two spot. they're gonna get i think they're gonna get number two yeah. um I, I i i feel pretty confident about that mm-hmm. the broncos were eliminated like you said and then mm-hmm. uh, the colts hanging on by a thread for that tie keeps them alive yeah, it might just uh, keep him alive. But speaking of uh, keeping alive, you know, uh, it seems like we write off Green Bay, but, you know, they're yeah. six and eight. They're clinging to a playoff spot uh, there. They got a lot of work to do with themselves, they and they got a lot of help that they'll uh, need to get. And, you know, they got uh, the Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions to finish off the season. Those last two are pretty tough for Green Bay. And the Dolphins as well. Yeah, all of them. Are all tough. of them are tough. But you know, Travis, that that Green Bay Detroit game could, could be for decide, a playoff spot. Yeah, I was gonna say, could that decide who gets in the playoffs? That could. And then you have to wonder if the Vikings <laughs> do they still have something to play for at that point? Yeah. But you know that they're gonna the play against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Right. So they would love nothing more than to eliminate Green Bay from the playoffs. Right. And I think Green Bay would have a little bit of motivation as well after the embarrassment on week number one uh, there that's festered on. Yeah. And there we go. We're in the home stretch here. Last three last three games of the uh, NFL regular season. And wow. week number 15 yep. is done. And in the, the books, we'll mute that as hopefully uh, you were successful and you advanced on into your uh, fantasy playoffs Did as you? well. Well, I mean, you know, when you're good yeah. through the regular season right. and you're, you have uh, a league like mine, yeah. uh, you have a bye in your first round. So I had a first round bye. So. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens in week number 16 as it all gets started on a Thursday night football. You know, these two teams, you're like, well, maybe this is a bad matchup. But, I mean, both these teams are kind of fighting for playoff position, as crazy as that sounds. I know. It's the Jags and Jets kicking it off on Thursday Night Football. That's crazy <laughs> that both these teams are fighting for a playoff spot. I know. Jets sitting at 7-7, seven and seven, Jags 6-8. and eight. Jags need a win. Currently yep. the Jets favored by a point there. And mm. then uh, a bunch of games on a Saturday due yes, to uh, Christmas, Christmas on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, some of those games that are outdoors, especially I know with uh, the Bears and mm-hmm. Bills on Saturday, uh, we already know that the Arctic chill is going to be hitting us full force. Oh, yeah. And uh, that will be extremely uh, chilly up there in uh, Chicago. So make sure you uh, bundle up there if you want to see Josh Allen uh, throw and run all over the uh, Bears. That could be another. Uh, you want to go ahead and start doing some research now on the prop bets of uh, how many rushing yards Fields and Allen are going to have combined. Oh, yeah. I think this is more of a better uh, judge on that than, la- than last week's uh, was. But you can still go ahead and start doing okay. research on that. And I was going to say, we will be broadcasting one game on Saturday right here on 99 The Game, and that will be the uh, Bengals at the Patriots. 
Ooh, okay. Patriots trying to bounce back yep. after that debacle of an ending. Bengals of a quietly game. ten and four. I think yeah, they the, are the least talked about ten and four team. Right, definitely they they are overshadowed a lot with oh, yeah. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, but yep. you know they're and the Eagles and the NFC doing good. what they're doing. Right, yeah. Then uh, you know we play a clip of uh, Greeny saying that the uh, the Bengals might be better than they were last year, and they made it to the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. So that's not unheard of uh, there. So uh, we'll take a look, more look at the NFL slate uh, coming up as we go along during the week. But uh, right now we got to step away and we got to hit up on uh, some local sports, some local girls basketball that happened last night. We'll take a look at that and what's on tap for this evening in the way of local sports coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. The countdown to Christmas continues at Rule King with savings guaranteed to save some jingle. Take 20% off select insulated outerwear for the whole family and get your choice of 18-volt Milwaukee cordless drill sets for just $99.99. Plus, all hunting blinds, tree stands, footwear, apparel, and attractants are now 50% off. Save on these countdown to Christmas sale items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Peacock presents the new original limited series, The Best Man. The final chapters from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure. The series reunites the original cast to wrap up all the unfinished business with new loves, career highs, parenthood, grief, and everything in between. The series explores what threatens to tear us down and what ultimately keeps us together. Coming this week, stream The Best Man, the final chapters, only on Peacock. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Former Indianapolis Colts linebacker Gary Brackett, the owner of the Stacked Pickle Sports Bar chain, has filed for bankruptcy protection. In the filing, all 10 of uh, Brackett's Stacked Pickle locations in Indiana and Ohio were forced to close after the pandemic. Brackett played for the Colts for his entire pro career from 2003 to 2011. He helped the team win Super Bowl 41 against the Chicago Bears. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Starting off with the stacked pickle. The stacked pickle. How about yes. that? I've not been there. And I can't. I, I can't go now. Have not heard of it. Yeah. I guess well, we can't go now. Nope. You'll never find out about I'll it. We'll never know. On ninety-eight nine, the game. La 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 la
Welcome back in to the uh, Stardom lineup here on a 98.9 of the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on this Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, a Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be. We're here with you. Let's take a look at uh, some local sports uh, from uh, last night, and let's just uh, go uh, down the line here on our local sports tab. As on our website, fmradio.com, we had Nioga pick up the NTC win against uh, Brownstown uh, St. Elmo, and I told you that this game would be a good one, and, uh, you know, didn't start out that way, though. Nioga, 14-4 to after the uh, first quarter, uh, but Brownstown St. Elmo battled, battled back there. They got it within five at the half. It's 25-20 at that point, and then it was kind of even the rest of the way. But that uh, first quarter was the difference there for Nioga as they picked up the win over Brownstown St. Elmo, 49-2-0-42 was the final there. Uh, Campbell led the way for Nioga. She had 18. Uh, Sydney Richards had 14, and those are the only two uh, girls in double figures there for Nioga. Brownstown only had one in double figures. That was Seawall. She had 10 and Myers added nine points in the loss for Brownstown. Nioga, they improved to a 13-0 on the season and a Brownstown, they're only their second loss of the year as they're 10-2 now are the Bombers. And the next time uh, that Nioga will be in action is uh, tomorrow evening again. If you missed it, that uh, the uh, game between Altima and Nioga that was supposed to be played on a Thursday Mm -hmm. in girls basketball was moved up to tomorrow. So the uh, showdown between Altima and Nioga comes a day earlier due to uh, the possibility of that weather coming in on a Thursday night. And so it'll be Altima and Nioga matching up tomorrow evening. Undefeated Indians uh, coming to Altamont tomorrow. I was going to say, I believe that that was Browntown St. Elmo's first conference loss. No, their second loss of the season. Loss, yeah, yeah. Uh, two to one in the NTC now, and ten and two overall are Brownstown. So uh, they're quietly having a good season as well. Yep. yep. Uh, it was a North Clay picking up the win over a KZ as they uh, got the win, forty-eight to a twenty-four. Uh, North Clay improves to a seven and four on the uh, season. And this was uh, penciled in as the uh, game uh, to watch out for of the night. And it was Paris getting the win over Topolis 43-27. to uh, 27. And without a game last night, I was able to uh, go over to Topolis and uh, take this one in. And uh, Paris is as good as advertised. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are elite defensively. It was a low-scoring affair, and it was only like 8-7 to seven after the first quarter. And it was kind of like uh, the game the other night in uh, Greenville with Altamont and Breeze Central. Uh, the only difference with that is that these two teams weren't allowing the other to get very uh, good looks there in the first quarter, whereas the uh, the reason why last the Saturday game was low scoring was because nobody really was making any shots uh, there. But shots were tough to come by last night in this uh, Paris Antitopolis game. Topolis only had single-digit quarters in uh, this one, and you know Paris Elite only held, holding the shoes to 27 uh, points. They don't really cause a lot of turnovers, even though I did see that Topolis coughed it up 12 times, but it just didn't seem like that many. Uh, but they just don't miss any of their assignments, and uh, they don't miss any of their rotations as well. I mean, Conkle got open for three. Uh, Ruhal had a couple of threes as well. But uh, Topolis also, when they found some sh- openings, they couldn't make their shots uh, there. So it was a tough night for uh, Topolis. But uh, Paris as good as I thought they were 
uh, seeing him in person was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, 20 to 11, uh, they had the lead at the half, and uh, Young led the way. She stepped up and hit some uh, clutch shots. She hit one there at the end of the third quarter that kind of uh, took a life out of Topless, who kind of was kind of battling back there a little bit. Uh, she had uh, 11 for uh, Paris. Uh, she'll be going to uh, Lakeland uh, for her collegiate career. Uh, Tingley also was in the double figures for Paris. She had 10 and Combs, she had a 9. And so Paris improves to a 12-0 and on the uh, season. And I would be interested to see uh, later on if they match up in February or March. I do believe that we mm-hmm. – I know that we have the uh, sectional – uh, assignments and I think that they're on the opposite ends of each other so it wouldn't be until deep into the postseason but uh, don't quote me on that I have to uh, look at those uh, sectional assignments again but uh, Conkle she uh, led the way for uh, Tatopoulos uh, in uh, this one and uh, she was the only double figure scorer for Tatopoulos and uh, now T-Town drops to only their second loss of the season. They're 8-2 and two on the year. And the battle between Paris and Topless goes the way of the Paris Tigers. Other games from the area last night was Arcola over Crestman, 51-14. And it was Mattoon over Marshall, 56-48. For Marshall, they were led by Libby McFarland. She had 12 points in the loss against the Green Wave. And that was everything that happened in girls basketball last night as we have some uh, boys basketball action as well as some girls basketball action this evening we got a st anthony squaring off against Olney. Olney, they only have one loss on the young season i believe it's six and one five and one are the Olney tigers there hosting the bulldogs it is altamont scoring off against casey this evening over on a jack fm that's where i'll be uh tonight always enjoy going to that casey gym mm, and so unique. It really is, and uh, eight and one are the Warriors. And I remember last year Jackson Parcel hitting the game winner at the very end, a game-winning three-pointer to beat Altima last year. So uh, we should be in for a good one uh, this evening there in Casey. Always a fun atmosphere, especially with the crowd. Whenever the crowd turns up, it's always mm-hmm. electric. And uh, yeah, that'll be a fun one over there in Casey with kind of the sunken gym over there. It's so cool. Right with those like arches and the columns, the columns, yeah, yep. yep, that's what I was talking about. Yep, yep, yep. And how it's so close. It reminds me a lot of the St. Elmo gym in that the sides are so close to the court. Yeah, that's pretty. Not a lot of wriggle room to chase down a ball. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, and then uh, we we'll also have coverage over on a WCRA of the uh, Cumberland Pirates, as we mentioned yesterday. Uh, they'll try to bounce back after finishing in that fourth place in that St. Elmo holiday tournament before they get started in the Vandalia holiday tournament next mm-hmm. week. And uh, they're scoring off against Martinsville this evening. And, Eric, that's where you'll be uh, this evening. Yeah, I'll be close to you. Casey Martinsville, kind of close kinda close to each other. So, uh, But, yeah, uh, Cumberland will be over there. Martinsville, uh, from my records, 5-3. and three on the season but they have yet to be an opponent that is above 500 they've in fact yet to be a a team that has more than three wins so it kind of looks like a more inflated record i think than what it is but there have been times where cumberland looks past martinsville and i remember a game specifically where martinsville came out and got on an 11-0 12-0 run to start the game and it took cumberland three quarters to get back into that game Mm-hmm. I don't think this Cumberland team can afford to do that. No, not this so year. So I would I would expect Cumberland to, to work it inside to 
uh, Gavin Hendricks a lot tonight. Oh, yeah, that, for sure. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if Martinsville or really yeah. anyone in the area has uh, anyone to match up with Gavin. But the, the, the problem is, and, and I've talked with Coach about this, is that they'll get a download of Gavin, and he'll get doubled, he'll get triple teamed, and he passes it out to the open man. The shooters aren't having the confidence to take those shots. It's kind of like Coach Lurkins always says, you know, when talking about the Altamont girls, you'd much rather that they attempted the shot and show that they have confidence in that shot. And if they miss it, you you take it. it, But at least they have the confidence to take that shot. The Cumberland Pirates right now are not even taking those shots. They're just passing it back back up. So that, to me, shows a team that doesn't have a lot of confidence in their shot right now. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is look at the the stats and see, you know, Gavin's the only one who's really doing anything, and he's just working it as low as he can and putting up little baby hooks in the lane, which is great, but defenses are starting to key in on him more. Mm-hmm. you got to have a reliable two or three option to give you just a little bit of points. Yeah, maybe this is a good opportunity tonight to get some yep. of that confidence uh, going uh, for you get to going into uh, next week after having some games back-to-back-to-back next week. Uh, also, uh, tonight we got Dietrich hosting uh, Lawrenceville, uh, Nioga. They're at Shelbyville. Uh, Newton 9-2 and two on the season. They're traveling to uh, Charleston this evening. And uh, North Clay, uh, they're 8-4 and four after winning the Wayne City tournament there. The Conrad Allen, they're hosting uh, Cisney there and i think did they match up in the in the tournament there i, th- I think that was sisney that they yes. uh, that they beat yes. the uh, the other day I so it was a little bit of a friday yeah it's a little bit of a rematch mm-hmm. uh, there then in louisville tonight we also got afton uh, from uh, missouri they're traveling to uh, st elmo to take on uh, st elmo brownstown uh, sandoval they're uh, hosting south central Windsor two straws nine and two on the season st elmo holiday tournament champions yep. they're traveling to okaw valley this evening uh, wayne city hosting uh, red hill we got paris at tolono unity mattoon at rantoul and we got the cola wars as well on the men's side we got tuscola squaring off against our cola they're in a Tuscola tonight. Yeah, so. It's always a fun time when it's the Cola Wars. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have uh, some girls basketball, a few games here. We got Tri-County going up against uh, CHBC a decent one. this evening. That's a great matchup. A Vandalia and a Brownstown, a St. Elmo. That's a good one as mm-hmm. well. And uh, Paris, they're back in action this evening against uh, Salt Fork. And it's also going to be a river against a Newton as well this evening in girls basketball. And also uh, later on this evening in college football, we have a game for you. We have a bowl game for you yes. here on a 98.9 at a 6.30. It's the Boca Raton Bowl. It's a Liberty against a Toledo at a 6.30. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, coverage starts at 6. Game itself kicks off at 6.30. Ah, gotcha. Yep. yep. All righty, so the Boca Raton Bowl. We'll be picking that a little bit later on. Oh, goody. I'll have to do some uh, Liberty research. Hey, get up ready. Just on my uh, Liberty, Liberty football get ready knowledge. For that. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, we'll keep with the uh, college uh, football uh, theme as coming up in uh, the uh, next segment. We'll talk about a head coach that just got an extension in uh, college football. And uh, coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. 
Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. I saw a magic show last night. Really? Picture a private theater. Then the lights come up. Bam! Wow! Then the music and the special effects. And the magician? Illusionist, Sheila. Illusionist. He was awesome. And I'm like, no way! And how'd he do that? I didn't know you went to Vegas. Vegas? Uh, this show was right here in town. This was better than Vegas. The Amazing Martin with Worth Computer Repair. He can do things with your computer that would even amaze a magician. Contact Worth Computer Repair today at 618-292-1002. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-285-2521. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-285-2521. And now, Eric Price, Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the Week 6 win over the Titan, te- 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 Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the you Sports know, Center read. What they, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division: Titans, Titans, Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The St. Louis Blues scored three goals in the second period to beat the Vancouver Canucks 5-1 at Rogers Arena. The Blues are in fifth place in the Central Division with 33 points and a 16-15-1 record. And they're currently on a four-game winning streak. They're in Seattle. Take on Mike Kraken tonight. The Chicago Bulls will try to avoid their fifth straight loss when they visit the Miami Heat at FTX Arena tonight. Bulls are coming off a 150-126 loss to the Timberwolves on Sunday. Chicago's 11th place in the Eastern Conference with an 11-18 record. Tonight's game gets underway at 6.30 p.m. Chicago Bears are getting a key piece of their running game back as head coach Matt Everfuss announced yesterday that backup running back Khalil Herbert will be activated from injured reserve before Chicago's game this weekend. Herbert injured his hip during a kick return on November 13th. He has missed the last four games. Herbert has 643 rushing yards, five total touchdowns in 10 games this season as the Bears host the Bills on Christmas Eve. 
Jonathan Taylor's season has likely come to an end. According to ESPN, the Colts running back is feared to have a high ankle sprain and seems likely to miss the remaining three games of the season. Taylor left Indy's game against the Vikings on Saturday during the first series and did not return. Last year's league leader in rushing yards has struggled with ankle soreness throughout the season, missing three games over a span of weeks in October and November. The Colts host the Chargers in Week 16 on Monday Night Football, and you can hear that on WCRA. Welcome back in here to uh, the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there at the uh, Sports Center hit over there. And uh, yes, tune in Monday Night Football. Yes, Colts Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> WCRA. Can we flex that, please? Can we get that out of there? Eh, I guess you can't flex Monday uh, night games. So Especially with the way everything's all mapped out with everything being on Saturday and Right. With all the it's Christmas just all, Yeah. It's all nuts. Christmas stuff. So Christmas there still is gonna be some games on a Christmas day yeah, they're, for the NFL. It's so weird. Mm, let's see you got Packers Dolphins. Not good. Broncos Rams. Nope. <laughs> Bucks Cardinals. Not really. I mean, yeah, the best one is Packers, probably Packers Dolphins. Dolphins yeah. yeah, but uh, we know that Christmas belongs to the NBA. Yes, so. and we will have NBA basketball on WC WHQQ right here, yeah, uh, so, Christmas Day. Yeah, I can finally tune into an NBA game this season. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. It's, uh, so, uh, like I was uh, saying there in uh, college of football, a man in uh, college football got an extension, and uh, we have seen uh, some other coaches uh, do this, and, well, it was finally, it's not official, the board of trustees have to approve this in their meeting in January, but it was announced today, and Josh Webman announced that Coach Bielema is getting a contract extension, and it's going to keep him in Champaign until 2028. So a new six-year contract extension, thanks to Coach Bielema leading us to our best bowl uh, in uh, since the 2008 Rose Bowl, and uh, best record in the Big Ten since that season as well, or right around there. And, of course, one of the best top ten statistical defenses as well. And uh, so Coach Bielema getting a a six-year contract extension and also getting a salary increase as well. Okay. How are you feeling about this? To me, the the contracts of college football head coaches do not matter because they'll just buy out when they have a better job come along. It's true, but this isn't like so. This I, isn't like Jimbo Fisher or Nick Saban or anything with a huge buyout or. What is the buyout you know, on it? Does it say? I don't know. Hmm. How interesting! We're not worried say. about it. Doesn't say. We're not worried about it. I. I to me, what is going to decide his fate? And I'm super proud with what they've done this season. But it's going to be the defense next year. The defense next year is the question mark for me. And the loss of so many players as we've talked about. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is the question mark for this Illini team. And for Brett Bielema's tenure. Let's see. uh, um, The uh, uh, 2022 recruiting class currently is the school's highest ranked since 2017. 
and uh, 11 hailed from the state of Illinois, mm-hmm. the largest in-state collection of talent to sign with Illinois since 2003. And uh, uh, that is just with the recruiting class being the best since 2017. And that doesn't even speak on the transfer portal right. uh, that could very well fill some holes as well. And so, how good were we in 2017? I mean, we got Tommy DeVito. And that's really all thanks to him why we're here the way we are. Yes. And, and again, this year's team that is currently playing, mm-hmm. I have no qualms with. There's I'm a couple of quarterbacks in the transfer portal. I'm worried about the future. I'm worried about next year. There's a couple of defensive backs that have seen uh, the transformation that, you know, we've had in the past. I know that's with the yes. coach in Purdue, but still. Yes. And here's the other question, Travis. It's the same thing when we talked yesterday about Coach Underwood. You can get them there, but can you coach them to fit into your system? Yeah. And this also tells the uh, recruits that, you know. Uh, it's stability Coach, for recruits, yeah, yes. Coach, Coach Bielema is not going to get poached by uh, any other program out there that's trying to rebuild their program as well. For U of I, this is great. For Coach B, this is great. For students wanting to attend U of I, it's great. For everything like that, it's great. Me, as the fan of the football team, I just have questions for next year. Who is our defensive coordinator? Who is going to be a running back? Who's going to be a quarterback? What are those questions? Because Mm -hmm. you have a lot of gaps you're having to fill. Right, and there's a lot of time between now and uh, to fill those questions. But the people that are on the roster right now, I can't see filling those gaps. That's my problem. Yeah. There isn't a Chase Brown on the roster. There isn't a Sidney yeah. Brown on the roster. Yeah. Those those players are dynamic players that don't come around every day. No. And I get that. No. But but you got to have something there. Yeah. Do. So I love the recruiting in the state. I love it's the highest class since 2017. It's all... It's an Illinois fluff piece, and I expect that from Illinois in this press release. But you've also look on the side of uh, the basketball side and Coach Underwood and the guys that the assistants recruited before them that we've translated them. It hasn't translated into March success, I'll give you that, mm-hmm. but it's translated into a two Big Ten championships. So. I just the success on the basketball field, on the basketball recruiting side, has worked out. So, who's to say that this on the football side won't translate as well? But again, has it? And I, I it I has this season. About, yes, we talked about last year. Coach no. Bielema getting his players in this year. Yes, so I'm saying he's proved on, it this year. I'm so. saying on the basketball side. Yes, the recruiting for the basketball side and the transfer portal has worked out tremendously for us this year. It's only December, bro. And there's turmoil. We talked about it yesterday. To, yeah, there's time to turn it around. There's turmoil. Time to get it together. They're throwing shots at each other subtly on everywhere. Yeah, not a, really at each other, kind of. Just uh, we got to figure some things out internally. Yeah, Matthew Meyer is a, just an oversharer. Sometimes I can be here on the show as well, overshare, <laughs> and too much a peek behind the curtain and whatnot. But I, like, I... I understand. I, I get what you're saying, and I understand. I'm trying to be a critical fan and not be a fanboy and not it, peek behind the curtain. The show is really not great, Travis. If we both agree, this is great for Illinois. This is great for recruits. This is great for coaching. 
but I question the defense next year because who is going to be our defensive coordinator next year? Uh, we don't I mean, know right now. We we don't know right now. Aaron Henry is uh, filling in for the uh, bowl game, the Real Quest Bowl on January second. Uh, but you know, I mean, there was a lot of talks about uh, possibly that that uh, coach from Wisconsin mm-hmm. will come over here. Can, can you use and I'm being 100 percent honest here. Can you use this bowl game as a measurement of that defensive coordinator who is filling in? Me personally, I don't think you can. No. I mean, it's definitely like a good like. It's a tryout kind of. Yeah. yeah. But as we talked about, there are so many players that aren't playing, but I guess you could say that those players who aren't playing are not going to be there next year. So it kind of gives you what you got next year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I would give him the first shot at it unless you have a a decent marquee name to bring in. Yeah. So uh, the the ties to Bielema makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if Coach Leonard is really a marquee name, but I mean he was a coach at Wisconsin. So. Right. Right. I I think this is great for Illinois to get Bielema locked up. Now, like I said, to me, and I've said it on this show before, contracts in college sports are as good as the paper you write them on, and that's about it. Because <laughs> everyone can just leave contracts willy nilly all they want. Yeah. I think when when Coach Coach Prime signed at Jackson State, I think it was a ten year deal or whatever, and he's gone after three. Like it. Yeah, I don't remember. The contracts don't was. matter in college sports for yeah. the coaches because they can always find a way out if they want to. Keyword: if they want to. Yeah, Do I think the... Coach Bielema wants to? No. no. At this point, I don't. I haven't seen anything to indicate that. But if things start going down, that's when you have to start questioning. That's all I'm saying. And when they finally start to go down, that's when we can bring up the questions. But right now, it's all good. It's not good. In, it's uh, not a bad idea to have a backup plan in place. You never <laughs> sure. know when you may need it. You know, break in case of glass kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, football success on the field translated to the uh, fans as well. In 2022, mm-hmm. average ticket attendance was the highest since 2016. Uh, students' attendance was the highest it's been in 10 years. And the revenue from ticket sales increased 37% uh, year to year above i always love those uh, with uh, the football tickets increasing well you know that's just with everything else with rising prices right, uh, right. as well uh, but coach bielema's yeah. annual salary grows to a uh, six million dollars now with the uh, annual opportunity to earn uh, various bonuses and a five hundred thousand annual retention uh, bonus as well so and as we've talked about you know yes we were talking specifically here about the football team and about the basketball team and the success they've had don't get the girls basketball team has been performing well the volleyball team the past couple of years not so much this year but the past couple of years has been pretty decent illinois as a whole we talked about it travis in that chart is trending upward in mm-hmm. all sports right now yeah so it's a good time to be an illinois fan it is so enjoy it and mm-hmm. keep it going is what I'm wanting. Yeah. And uh, the uh, uh, women's team can't even receive a voter to in the polls. Yeah, I don't know what they've done since we, we highlighted them. I mean, they, we just won bragging rights. So. Oh, did they? Yeah. So uh, the girls took care of business on that side of the floor. And uh, coming up on a Thursday, uh, the boys will take care of business there in St. Louis. So 
uh, still can't wait uh, for for that one. Always fun to uh, watch that one there in St. Louis. But uh, we uh, step away and we're up against the clock. And coming up, let's close out talking some more on national sports. We'll take a look at the hockey world and the NBA world as well. Coming up to close out the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. We're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Dale's Days of Deals start with fresh, limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-AX-DELL for Days of Deals savings. That's 877-AX-DELL, 877-ASK-DELL. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. (laughs) Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowl has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. You if can't blame referee, him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. And they benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which, which one of those penalties whenever the Chiefs are holding... That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. It's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game.
starting lineup here on a 98.9 at Via Game ESPN Radio. We're only here on ESPN Radio, which say a little bit longer. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, things that happened in the uh, national sports so last night in the association. It was the uh, Cavs getting the win over the uh, Jazz 122 to 99. So uh, Donovan Mitchell getting a little revenge playing against his uh, former squad mm-hmm. there. And uh, wins it in a blowout, does Mitchell's new team. I believe he talked about how he didn't like Utah, too. So, Right, yeah. Yes. I did see some of those comments that he made about the city uh, of Utah and just how he was treated there. And also uh, with him and his former teammate, Rudy Gobert, there as well. Also uh, matched. I was also talked about it. Um, neither personalities not really matching up mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Uh, 76ers in overtime over the uh, Raptors, 104 to a 101. Joel Embiid, 28 points last night. Uh, Siakam goes 38 and 15 in the loss for Toronto, though. It was the Hawks over the uh, Magic, 126-125 high-scoring affair there. Trey Young, 37 points for the Hawks. It was the Spurs over the Rockets, 124-105. to How the mighty have fallen there. The Spurs, 10-20 and 9-21 and and mm-hmm. are the Rockets now. Spurs, what happened? <coughs> I don't know. <sighs> All I can say is I don't know. Mm. NBA's passed them by, I guess. Uh, Timberwolves over the uh, Mavs, 116-106. It was the uh, Bucks picking up win number 22 against the uh, Pelicans, 128-119. A Giannis going for 42 last night. Uh, the Thunder over the uh, Trailblazers, 123-121. Uh, the uh, Suns all over the uh, Lakers, 130-104. And uh, Chris Paul going uh, for uh, 28 last night. And the Hawks picking up only their eighth win of the season. Mm. And uh, what happened to them, too? Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to be Trey Young can only do so much, team. I guess. The Hornets. I'm talking about the Hornets. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's a, a ball injury. It looks like Lamelo's playing here. Is he? Yeah. I know he was injured at the start of the season. He scored 23 last time. night as far as I, I can see. 125 well, then I got goal. nothing. 19 over the Kings. I'm just shutting you down. Michael Jordan is not a right. good team owner. No. Great NASCAR team owner. Not so much uh, on on the court uh, and, and is, you know, what he's good at. Um, I'm glad you mentioned, Travis, the, the Thunder and the Trailblazers, as Dame Lillard in that game became the Blazers' all-time leading scorer. Yeah. Passing Clyde. Yeah, Which Clyde is kind of Clyde. a big deal when you when you pass Clyde Drexler when you're talking Blazers. So mm-hmm. uh, congratulations to him. Uh, 18,040 points in 867 games with the Blazers. Um did it in the third quarter. Uh, the third tier was drafted by Portland in 2012, and he has played 730 games with Portland. Yeah. Uh, mainstay there in uh, Portland. So he did it in 130 less games than Clyde mm-hmm. did. It took Clyde 867. He did it in 730. Yeah, I'd have to do more research, but I know that Dame, he can shoot it from beyond the arc oh, yeah. more than oh, yeah, Clyde, more than Clyde did. So. And the it style of play in the, the NBA, NBA is right. just so much different. But yeah. do you think now Dame thinks about leaving? We've, we've talked about this before and how he doesn't want to leave. But do you think now he's got the scoring record for the Blazers? Does he contemplate it to go somewhere to win a title? I think you have to at this Maybe. point. Yeah. How many more years you got left? 
It yeah, seems like every year true, Dame's but... getting injured. Yeah, that's true. But if you stuck it out this long, I don't really know if you can change. I course, guess that's true. Change course now. Uh, we have some national games on uh, this evening. It's the uh, Warriors in New York to take on uh, the uh, Knicks, and then uh, Grizzlies and uh, Nuggets in the nightcap there on uh, TNT. We also have the uh, Bulls uh, squaring off against the Heat in Miami, Jazz Pistons, and uh, the uh, Wizards and uh, Suns. Bulls yeah. eleven and eighteen on the year, only four eleven from away from the United Center. They got to get some wins, Travis. <laughs> they got to get some wins, otherwise there will be rumblings of trades. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying coming to Chicago. I'm saying yes. going away from Chicago. Yeah, they gotta start figuring this uh, out, or there's a, gonna be changes. It's a real possibility for sure. So, they they got it. They gotta figure it out because you just signed Levine to this contract. You 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 gotta do something because this team is not working out in your schedule. You know, you got Miami, Atlanta, New York. Those teams are all playing very well. That's your your next three games all on the road. As you mentioned, the Bulls not good away from the United Center. So I think Travis, by the time we get to mid January, they need to know what they're doing. Mm. And we may be selling off a lot of bowls. Yeah, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Just so disappointing. There, yeah. For sure, especially last year, yep. the, all the hype that had going on in the early going. So, but again, the ball injury uh, that yeah. you cannot say big. that he is not valuable to that team. He is the straw that stirs that drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last night in the NHL, quickly uh, the uh, Blues, like you mentioned, beat the Canucks five to one thanks to uh, Jordan Cairo's uh, hat trick there in Vancouver. Also, the uh, Bruins all over the uh, Panthers, uh, seven and three uh, stars over the uh, Blue Jackets, two and one, two to one. Uh, in overtime, the Capitals over the Red Wings, so four to three. And also in overtime, and also four to three, it was the Preds over Edmonton. Uh, we also had the Avalanche in a shootout over the Islanders, one to two, and nothing. Uh, Canadians against the Coyotes in overtime. Uh, Montreal winning three to two. Also three to two, the Sabers over the Knights as well. So that was a quick look at the mm-hmm. hockey from last night. Uh, some intriguing matchups this evening: got the Devils in Carolina take on the Hurricanes, Rangers against the uh, Penguins. We also have the uh, Lightning against the uh, Maple Leafs um, and the Blues and Kraken. So our two teams are squaring off there. Uh, tonight there, Eric. At, oh, I know. At I'm excited. 9 o'clock. I'm excited. 9 o'clock in Seattle for the Blues versus Kraken. Who will win? We'll find out, and we'll tell you about it tomorrow. All right, so uh, that will do it here for us on uh, Tresha Radio. Coming up in uh, the uh, pods, I got more things uh, to uh, dive into, so uh, stay tuned uh, for that. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Bart and Han, but it may not be Bart and Han. It might be uh, Fitz and Harry, but uh, Bart and Han unofficially here on the uh, 98.9 the uh, game coming up next, so uh, check it out. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still hanging out with you. Coming up, I promised that we would take a look at the NFL playoff picture. So that's exactly what we'll do uh, coming up, as well as we got our one game of Pick'em, picking the uh, Boca Raton Bowl coming up, as well as we had some uh, golf news as well coming up here in the uh, pod. So. Uh, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports or anything that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, just one little tiny thing, and that's to do with Jalen Hurts. He has a sprained shoulder. Uh, doesn't know if he's going to be able to play as he's in question for this week. Injury occurred at the end of the third quarter against Chicago when Hurts was driven into the ground by Travis Gibson. It is not considered to be a long-term injury, but he may not play this week. If not, Gardner Minshew will get the start against the Dallas Cowboys. Gardner Mania. Hey. Coming the only thing that would have made it better, Travis, Dallas. is if somehow Dak got hurt on that final play of the Jags game and we could have Cooper Rush versus Garner Minshew for control of the <laughs> NFC East. Sure. Yeah. Like the, a battle nope. between two playoff teams, two teams going to the playoffs between Garner Minshew and Cooper Rush. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so what everyone wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, since that injury uh, looks like keeping Hurts out, uh, Dallas favored by five and a half here on Saturday. Yeah. It's not official that he's not going to play yet, but. It's most likely. It's, it's looking that way. Yeah. So there you go. That's all I got. That's all you got. And also on a Saturday, I, they've been promoting it, like uh, just uh, selling commercials on Sunday about uh, the Raiders Steelers. Mm-hmm. I think they were calling it the Christmas classic or the holiday <laughs> classic or something because uh, they're celebrating the anniversary of the uh, Macklin reception with Franco Harris. Don't start NFL. I've already gotten mad at college basketball for why does everything have to have a name? Don't start with me, NFL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Lions have been playing on Thanksgiving for 105 years. You don't hear them calling it the Thanksgiving Classic. Oh, maybe they should. Maybe no. they should call it the Turkey Classic. Well, what about Dallas then? They've been playing just as long. What are you going to call that one? Uh, the Salvation Army Red Kettle Classic. Oh, gosh darn you, Travis. <laughs> There you go. I want to smack you for that. That one's for free. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Eight. The capital H. There you go. Uh, all right. So uh, let's get to uh, speaking of uh, talking about the Eagles and the Cowboys uh, matching up this week. And uh, those uh, two teams uh, going into uh, the uh, playoffs. As uh, Let's take a look at uh, the uh, playoff picture elsewhere. We'll go ahead and start in the uh, NFC with the Eagles. They stand up top 13 and 1 there and uh, the Vikings they clinched the, the uh, north so uh, they'll be going to the playoffs currently sitting at the uh, second spot right now 11 and a uh, three uh, but where is the Eagles final three games if they want to sit atop the uh, NFC uh, they got the Cowboys this week like we've been mentioning and they also finish up with the Saints should be a win yeah Giants should be a win should but a win. maybe the Eagles will be resting some of their players there in uh, that final week. Uh, we also got the Niners there at a 10 and four. Uh, they clinched the uh, NFC West uh, their uh, final 
uh, games remaining are the Commanders this week, and then they got the Raiders and the Cardinals finishing up the last two weeks. I was going to say, I don't see the Eagles resting anyone because the Vikings can still take that one seed. Yeah. I mean, if, if the Eagles lose this week, then you're looking at possibly, you know, if the Vikings win, yeah, they'd have the same record, mm-hmm. or at least within a game of each other. Yeah. And remember, in the NFL now, only one bye. That's it. So I think that battle for that one seat is more important than ever. Sure. And uh, currently, you know, I would think that the Eagles would have the tiebreaker because uh, they uh, they lost head-to-head to the Eagles mm-hmm. in week two. And maybe so. that's why. Yeah. They, they Basically, they are two back in the loss column. Right. And then they're uh, another game back with the tiebreaker. So... Uh, we got the uh, Bucks uh, currently there in the uh, fourth spot of the division in the South. They're six and eight currently uh, right now, and uh, their final three games this week they got the Cardinals and they finish up with two divisional opponents with the Panthers and uh, Falcons. Of course, the Bucks have lost to the Panthers already this season, and they won against the uh, Falcons there as well. So. Uh, we'll see how that goes uh, down the stretch. Uh, Dallas currently is slated in the uh, five spot, and basically it's the entire uh, NFC East there mm-hmm. as you got the uh, Giants and uh, Commanders both in the six and uh, seven spots uh, there in uh, Seattle and Detroit on the outside looking in both seven and uh, seven, and uh, Seattle would own the tiebreaker over Detroit as they won the head-to-head matchup there. So uh, Seattle just kind of waiting for the Commanders to uh, possibly uh, fall down a peg. Or the Giants. Or the Giants, yeah. But the Commanders' last three games are against the Niners this week, and then uh, they'll finish with the Browns and the Cowboys as well. So That tie may keep both those teams in the playoffs. Very well, That may end up being the deciding factor. But regardless Mm -hmm. of what happens, Travis, the Lions – they start out one and six on the year. They've won, they did. you know, six out of their last seven mm-hmm. to even get to this spot. You can't tell me that there is not a large group of people rooting for the Lions to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason why is because of the not greatness of the Rams. I think people are kind of wanting, you know, since the Rams won the Super Bowl, they're kind of wanting Jared Goff and those that Lions team to show something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Especially if you're a Detroit fan. And while you're a Detroit fan, I don't know. It must be hard. But <laughs> yes. I, I tip my cap to you. <laughs> yes, tip the cap for sure. Uh, the Lions' last three games are against the uh, Panthers this week. And then they got the uh, Bears and uh, Packers finishing up the uh, final two weeks, of course, there. So uh, should be. They better flex that Packer game. Yeah, it's still to be determined there still waiting on that uh, final week so it could possibly be uh, flexed and it wouldn't uh, wouldn't shock me if it, if it was mm-hmm. um, where is that at actually is that in Green Bay it is Green Bay yep. mm. cold yes yes it will be <sighs> let's take a look at the uh, AFC side of course the number one seed right now is the uh, Bills the head-to-head tiebreaker over the uh, Chiefs, both at 11 and 3. Uh, Chiefs clinched the uh, West last week. Uh, the Bengals, we said, sitting there at 10 and 4, quietly at 10 mm-hmm. and 4. 
in the three seed right now. You got the uh, Titans there. They're also the product of uh, Bad South as they're uh, seven and seven on the season. And uh, let's see what their final three games are: the Texans, Cowboys, and a Jags. So, you know, maybe that Jags. Yeah. Depending on what they do, a Jags game could be very uh, important. Maybe important for the division, but. Uh, let's see the uh, Titans. Uh, yeah, Titans lost to the Jaguars a couple weeks ago. That's all right. So that could be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Ravens. Uh, they are a nine and five. Oh, they're in trouble with the quarterback situation. I don't know how healthy Lamar Jackson is. I don't know how healthy Huntley is either, but. Uh, they're currently at the five uh, seed right now. Uh, Chargers, they would hold the tiebreaker over the uh, Dolphins. So the Chargers currently sitting at six, uh, and the Dolphins there at a seven. Both teams at eight and six, and the Patriots, Jets hanging on there at seven and seven, and the Jags is still alive there in the South uh, at six and eight. So let's see a Dolphins final three. We have the uh, Packers, Patriots, and the Jets. Dolphins currently on a, a three-game losing streak right now after five in a row. Now they're a streaky team. Mm-hmm. Dolphins were 3-0. and Then they lost the next three, won the next five, and now have lost the last three. Wow. That is very odd. It is. Uh, what's the Chargers' final three games? They got the Colts this week. Like we mentioned, uh, they match up with the Rams. Easy win. Broncos, easy win. So uh, that's a pretty favorable schedule for the Chargers to maintain positioning there. Uh, see who has the Patriots. If they could just hold on to the football and not throw it around like dummies. Uh, Bengals this week for the Patriots, Dolphins, and uh, Bills. So they got a tough road. Yeah, but Bills, maybe they'll set people in the last week. Who knows? Jets, they're also kind of a streaky up-and-down team. They had those four-game-winning streak in the middle of the season. They've been up and down after that, and they are currently on a three-game losing streak. And it uh, looks like uh, Zach Wilson might be starting the game on Thursday as well with uh, still uh, White not clear to, to play. I uh, got the Jags on Thursday and then finish on the road in Seattle and at Miami there. So um, that's what the uh, playoffs look like if they started today. Mm-hmm. be Chiefs, Dolphins, Bengals, Chargers, and Titans, Ravens, I believe. And uh, the NFC would be the Vikings, Commanders, 49ers, Giants, Bucks, Cowboys currently if the season ended today. But luckily it doesn't. We play on and we play on through Christmas as well. So there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, so uh, there was some uh, news before we get to uh, the uh, Pick'em game. There was some news in the golf world, right? Before we get to that, we have some kind of breaking baseball news that won't okay. be breaking once you hear this. Um, and that is, first of all, that the Mets are trying to trade for Liam Hendricks, the closer from the White Sox, mm-hmm. which would be big for their bullpen, obviously. And the other news is that Matt Carpenter, Travis, has a team. 
He does. He does. Who's he signed with? Matt Carpenter has signed a one-year deal with the Padres. The Padres. So Matt Carpenter is going out west to join the Padres and their multitude of people. Hmm. The rich get richer. The Padres. Interesting. Not who I thought. I was I was prepared for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, as far as our free agent game goes, by the way, Travis, we are running out of people. We have most of our our people have been signed. Um, now with Matt Carpenter, neither one of us got that one right. So that's no. a, Padres were not on my radar for Matt Carpenter. No. Um, so all we have left now is we have Chad Green, uh, Jackson Profar, and Nathan Evaldi. <laughs> As the final three players we are waiting on, and then we can call our pick'em game officially done. Then we can call it good. Call it good, that's right. Mm-hmm. Just for uh, refresh, if you don't know, uh, Travis had uh, Evaldi going to the Angels, I had him going to the Cardinals. Uh, Jackson Profar, Travis to the Reds, I have Mariners, and Chad Green, Travis has the Mets, and I have the Cardinals. Mm. So, there we go. <laughs> Man, if he can make the Valdi thing happen, I would be fine with that. So, I'm beating you by two right now. Yeah. I would take it if you're if you're right. Yeah, if if you got Evaldi, Evaldi, you'll 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 take that. You'd probably also take Chad Green, wouldn't you? Oh well, definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Chad, if you're listening, come on down. Go home. <laughs> come home. That's right. Come home. <laughs> All right. All right. Now well, we can talk about the golf news. The Golf news. So. Uh, Augusta National, uh, and uh, they uh, put out a, a statement saying uh, that they are going to allow the live golfers to play in the Masters tournament this year. So I was on a Tuesday that any golfer who qualified for the Masters tournament based on previous criteria will be invited to play in 2023. That includes 16 players who are currently competing on the live golf league series so uh, six past masters champions are part of that group and uh, that includes Bubba Watson yep. uh, Phil Mickelson Dustin Johnson Sergio Garcia Patrick Reed and Charlie Schwartzel as well so uh, those six and uh, six those six past champions and other players as well are going to be competing there at Augusta yeah Cam Smith DeChambeau Kepka all invited mm-hmm. as well yeah so there you go. Travis. Mm-hmm. I, I can't stand this. We heard it come out whenever Liv started. If you go to Liv, you will not be allowed to play in these majors. You will not be allowed to be part of these tournaments. I know the Masters is different because it's not a PGA thing. Mm-hmm. But part of me and my gut, Travis, and you can disagree with me, thinks that it was a case of they saw Tiger withdrew, they knew he probably wasn't going to be there, and they thought, who are the fans going to tune in to watch for the Masters? we got to get these names that people know from Live to be at the Masters. Otherwise, it's going to be Rory versus who on Sunday? 
Mm-hmm. To me, that is what this is about. Yeah. It is about making sure that the TV ratings were good, and Augusta saying it doesn't matter. We have to make sure TV ratings are, are good for our tournament. And to that extent, Live won. And those players who went to Live won. Because it shows that the loyalty for those PGA players, Augusta does not care. Yeah. They don't care that you stayed with the PGA. They can say right. all they want in their press release about, oh, it's this is divided golf, and hopefully one day it will come back together. But you had a chance here to put your foot down and say, hey, this is not, you know, you've done this. You, you guys are the ones who separated golf. Mm. It's not like golf just suddenly decided, hey, we're going to go in two different ways. Like if all the PGA players wouldn't have left to go to live, we wouldn't be talking about it anymore. It'd be gone because they'd have no players. But instead, all those players left for whatever reasons they left. Mm-hmm. And because Augusta did not put their foot down and say, no, PGA said if you were going, you're not going to be allowed here and we're going to stand behind the PGA Tour. But they didn't. And I think the reason why is attendance and ratings. And to that, it shows the almighty dollar in the end ends up winning. Yeah, I definitely see the point about the uh, ratings uh, draw for sure. Um, and I also kind of look at this like – the Augusta National kind of being in the middle, kind of washing their hands of it. Like we don't want to pick a side one way or the other. So we're just going to let everyone in instead of doing that. So uh, whether that's right or wrong, it's up for a debate. It's like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tired of talking about the split between live and uh, PJ tour. I am too, but in this, it, to me, this was this was the moment where you could have stopped it. Where you could have made that point. Because now that they're going to be allowed into Augusta, now all the lawsuits that they filed have relevancy. Now everything they said about the PGA Tour blackballing us unfairly is true because Augusta let him into this major. Even though last year, remember, Phil Mickelson did not compete, even though he was invited, because of everything that was going on, didn't compete yeah, I feel like because he didn't feel he was going to be welcomed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say that kind of feels like uh, just, uh, I don't know what the backhanded invite or whatever. It's like, well, we're going to invite you, but we're definitely going to assume that you're not going to come. So, But again, he was the first. None of these other players had moved yet to live when the Masters happened last year. Mm-hmm. And so I agree with you saying – that's the center of the road. But I also think, like I said, without Tiger, I do think that this was a decision made by Augusta because they were concerned about the TV ratings and about the attendance. Yeah. Because, yes, you have Justin Thomas and you have Rory, who are, are good players. They're not DeChambeau. They're not Cam Smith. No. They're not Dustin Johnson. I mean, Rory's up there with them. Don't get Don't get me wrong. But, and I like I like JT, but he's not he's not at that level. Yeah, you know he's he's not Brooks, he's not DeChambeau, he's not these guys you know, Bubba Watson and and you know uh, Answer and Gooch and Kevin Nye, who always seem to be competing in these majors. Gooch. So I I I think this is again. This was a, a point to where the Augusta could have put their foot down and kind of been the first one to say no, and they didn't. 
mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I think nope. it, I think it's the money. And to that effect, then the PGA Tour, Travis, with, with this decision being made, what is keeping you to the PGA Tour? I know there's three other majors, and that's what people are going to say. Mm-hmm. But if you can use legal action and legal recourse to get in, as we saw with the U.S. Open, they got in. As we saw, they didn't get in the PGA Championship, obviously. But they were yeah. there at the U.S. Open. The live golfers were there. Mm-hmm. What is what is keeping you to the PGA Tour at this point? Uh, principle, I guess. Nothing. I mean, yes, principle. You're, you want them to stand up for what you think is right, which is great. But how many players are going to do that? I mean, we joked last year. I remember when all this was happening towards the end of last year, uh, during the golf season, and we, we decided we weren't going to talk about this anymore. We said, watch, the PGA Tour is going to be Rory and Tiger out there for four days fighting each other because there's going to be no one else left because everyone else is going to go to live. Because even the players who at the start of it said, no, I'm not going, have now gone. Mm-hmm. Travis is getting closer and closer to that happening. Yeah. All right. And it's, I mean, the Live now has three more golf tournaments in the U.S., coming up for their upcoming season. I, like I said, I think this is not good for golf. I think it's not good for the PGA. And I, I, I although I shouldn't expect a lot from a, a, a course that still doesn't invite women to be part of their, their group. So what do I know? Gusta changing with the times, not going to happen. Women can play there, can't they? Yeah, it just took them a long oh, yeah. time. A lot longer than it should have. Well, yes, that, that's And that's the fact true. that they still don't have a major at Augusta for the women, that's all I need to say. All you need to say. <laughs> we have the U.S. Open for women. We have the Open Championship for women. We have the LPGA Tour Championship, but we can't be at Augusta. No. Okay. Let's move on, Travis. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on to uh, what else you got? Pick them. Oh, yes. That's right. Pick them. That's Pick right. Pick them's all I got. Pick them. That's all, all we got. All right. Pick them the uh, Boca Raton Bowl. Yes. Toledo and Liberty. Over on a 98-9 the game this yep. evening. 6 o'clock, pregame starts, 6.30, scheduled kickoff. TheRoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. Yes, yes. Can't forget that. No, of course not. <laughs> like you're not even trying if you don't include RoofClaim. Uh, I have Toledo, minus 3.5, Travis. Who you got? The Flames versus the Rockets. Yes. Oh, the Flames have been uh, stumbling uh, down the stretch after uh, being so good in the uh, middle to uh, eh, middle to late part of the season, except for those final three games. They're on a three-game losing streak right now. Are the Flames and uh, Toledo's credit though? They're two and three in their last right three games. Neither team playing great. No, not at all. So, I. With that being said. That being said. 
I will go uh, Toledo here with the points. Minus three and a half. Toledo with the points. All right. Travis, as we've done pick them throughout the season, I have looked at numbers. I have done stats. I've gone with my gut. I've gone with experts. It hasn't helped me. I'm still trailing you. I, I'm, I'm still going one and four on certain weekends. So, therefore, I'm going to go with simple logic. And that is I am going with Liberty because in order to power a Toledo rocket, you have to have flame. So, therefore, the flame is more important than the actual rocket. So, therefore, I am picking the flame. It's true. I like the logic. I, I got to try something because anything I'm doing is not working. So, figured why not Why not try logic of the mascots? It's not, uh, it's not working at all. No. So. We got another game tomorrow we'll be picking as well. Ooh, another game tomorrow, and that's not the only bowl game, but that is the only bowl game that's on our yes. airwaves. Yes. Uh, currently, it's Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. They're in Boise. I got a fun fact for you, Travis. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Do you know that Orida, which is in Idaho, potato maker? Sure. Did you know that they have the rights to tater tot? You cannot have a tater tot unless it is an Orida tater tot. That's why all the other tater tots are called potato puffs or tater crowns or whatever the case may be. They are not tater tots unless they're Orida because they trademarked it. Hmm. No, I did not. So all those schools who say that they're having tater tots at school on the lunch menu, I doubt you're having tater tots. (laughs) Just saying. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Now, I don't know if that applies to sweet potatoes because Orida does not make sweet potato versions of their potato products. So you may be okay if it's a sweet potato tot, but regular potato tots, they have to be Orida in order to be considered a official tot. Hmm. Interesting. Random knowledge for you. Yeah, there you interesting go. Uh, fun fact. You brought up Idaho potato, and that's I the first did. thing I thought of. So, I did. Uh, doesn't give me the schedule for tomorrow. Uh, Western Kentucky against South Alabama. Um, <laughs> tomorrow we will be broadcasting. That's the uh, – R plus L carriers New Orleans Bowl. Yes, the New Orleans Bowl. <clears throat> South Alabama ten and two on the year. Yeah, Western Kentucky. I'll have to call you back. I'll have to call him back. Yes, it is the. That is a very weird, weird number. We like weird things though on the show, oh Travis. Gosh. So it's okay. I yeah. Speaking I'll, of weird I'll things, do back. we want to let people know what we're doing Friday? Or do we want to save what it in the do? can? Wanna, oh, wanna... Ooh, uh, let's tell them tomorrow. All right, we'll tell them tomorrow. Let's tell you all tomorrow because uh, we are getting out of here for yes. today. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Uh, stay tuned uh, for you tomorrow. We'll tell you what we're doing on uh, Friday. We're cooking up something uh, special. For Christmas. For Christmas, yes. Of course, being on uh, Sunday. So... Uh, that'll do it for us here today, and we'll be back for you tomorrow rocking and rolling to recap everything that happens locally this evening. And uh, so uh, we'll talk to you then. Have a good one. Bye.